Scratch Podcast. We're here in Section 311. I'm Andrew Marsh with Christian Wolanin, Shane Gersich, and Hayden Shaw. We talk about all things hockey, NHL, college, and Christian, you want to give us a little background about yourself? Christian Wolanin here, uh, junior at the University of North Dakota, um, entering my junior season of hockey as well. And I uh, look forward to uh, joining you guys for the rest of the year here on this podcast. It's going to be a good time. Yeah, good group of guys. I'm Hayden Shaw. This is also my uh, third year. I'm a junior here, and uh, really looking forward to this. Uh, Shane Gersich here as well. Uh, I'm a junior as well with these guys, and uh, I'm excited to get this podcast rolling. And I'm Andrew Marsh, senior here. I work in UND Athletics, and I'm uh, ready to get the show on the road. Uh, Christian, what do you got for us? So for this show, as uh, Marshy started us off, it's, it's hockey, hockey, hockey. We're going to talk NHL, what's going on in the, the National League. We'll bring up some college hockey. Uh, we'll talk about the rankings, talk about playoffs, what's going on there. And, and if, we're, if you're lucky enough, we'll bring out some special guests. Um, I don't want to uh, give away any secrets to the, to the live audience, but uh, MVP might be a little hint for the audience. And our, uh, our first uh, topic that we were thinking about uh, discussing is the All-Star Game this past weekend. Oh, what a time. The NHL All-Star Game. What a weekend. Yeah, it was fun. You guys able to tune into that? Oh, yeah. I think I caught a little bit of the, uh, the skills comp, um, but uh, I watched the full, the full All-Star Game. It was pretty, it was pretty fun. But yeah, our uh, UND alum really did us well. Brock yeah. Besser, not a bad weekend. Yeah, speaking of Brock Besser, MVP. Let's talk a little bit about what Brock Besser did this weekend. So... With the All-Star Game invite, the All-Star Game MVP, winning the All-Star Game, winning the shootout accuracy, and along with winning the MVP, he got a car. So on top of all those things, his total was $585,000. And he got a dog. And he got a dog out of it. You want to talk about going from a broke college kid to uh, doing pretty well for himself. Cinderella stories. He he had a little, little skirmish at the beginning of the season, too. Just getting on the team, he had to work for that, and then now look at him right now. He's doing fairly well for himself. Yeah, they yeah. really they wanted uh, they wanted him to prove his spot, and uh, I think he's done pretty well so far. Yeah, I think that I think that uh, I think in the NHL it's obviously a tough league coming out of college, but you have a kid like Brock with uh, with a huge heart of gold and a great great work ethic, and to see him succeed like this, I mean, it's great. And um, as a former teammate, we're obviously lucky enough to. Um, text him and be in contact with him, and for all this success coming towards his family, it's been, uh, it's been great. I mean, he was there with you know the NHL's best. Um, you know, Shane, what, what were? You... Yeah, obviously, uh, you know everyone knows uh, how good his shot is, and uh, he really kind of put it on display this last weekend. Uh, you know, uh, winning the accuracy shooting competition uh, with uh, some big, pretty big names. He went against uh, Steven Stamkos, Sidney Crosby. Anze Kobitar, Brad Marchand, Blake Wheeler, James Neal, and, and Brian Boyle. Um, so, so some of the best uh, shooters in the NHL, and he, uh, he beat them all. He uh, hit all five targets. I think he missed two, but he hit them all in, uh, in like 11.1 seconds. So pretty, good, pretty fast. fast. Yeah. What, uh, what's your guys' favorite events in that? Uh, I think mine, 
and it sucks. Well, it used to be the shootout competition that they used to have where you can just be creative oh, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I think they ended up getting rid of that. But uh, oh, they had some new ones, though, this past year. I think they had the, the goalies, um, how long they can go getting a, a save. I think they had the puck control think, relay. Yeah, the puck control, yeah. that was that pretty was, cool. That was yeah. kind of funny when guys were messing up, and I think uh, Kucherov went first, and he, and he messed up, and he – and the other guys kind of yeah. Well, that's what's that's what's fun about the All Star Game. You have you have all this talent and uh, big name guys that even people who don't really tune into hockey so often know the names of. Um, for example, an obvious one like Sidney Crosby. Um, you have them all doing those fun competitions, but you see a smile on their face throughout, and you know they're having a good time. Some of the guys have their kids on the ice. Yeah. Um, it's just it's just a great it's just a great event. I think that the NHL has only done better um, with with the more time and the more kind of test runs they've had. Because like Marcy said, that uh, original shootout competition where they just had fun and would have costumes and do little fun little trick moves. It was fun for the fans. It was fun uh, for the players. But I think now it's kind of getting more serious, but you can still, like I said, you see the smile. You see the the kind of uh, the little kid-ness uh, yeah. coming yeah. out in yeah. them, I guess. Do you, get, you go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, like, these new competition, like these new, like, uh, things they brought in, I think it kind of brings out more of the skill within the player. Yeah. Especially the than... incentive of money, too. Exactly. Yeah. When there's money on the line, especially, like, there's there's a million dollars for the for the three-on-three game they play uh, on Sunday or whatever. Yeah. And it kind of makes it more competitive, so. Yeah. Do you guys like the uh, the three-on-three versus the five-on-five they've done in years past? Oh, for sure. Because the five-on-five, there was, there was so much about, I mean, obviously they're having fun, but there's no space, and they're worried about hitting each other in the yeah, ankles right. with shots. And well, you have a scores like 14 to 12. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's not that fun. I, I think now that they switched the, to the three-on-three, three, you know, just makes and the NHL All-Star Game just that much better than the NBA All-Star Game. And you obviously had the Pro Bowl on the same day, mm-hmm. and that's a joke in my opinion because, you know, I mean, you don't see – they don't hit mm-hmm. or anything. Um, and especially with the three-on-three, three, like you said, it opens the ice up. And you can really see that the skill come out of the players. Yeah. So I think that's a really good idea. So for those of you who don't know, the five-on-five five or three-on-three as we were talking, the NHL All-Star game used to go a normal five-on-five, five, full ice surface, uh, three-period game with just two, two uh, main divisions coming toe-to-toe, the West and the Eastern Conference. And now the NHL changed it to four separate um, divisions within the conferences. Um, I don't know them off the top of my head. What is it? A metropolitan? A metropolitan, Atlantic, um, Central, and in the Pacific. So what happens is about uh, 10 guys from each um, division within the conference represent a three-on-three team. So they play three-on-three full ice, obviously, with two goalies. Is it a fan vote to get it, them on there? It is a fan vote, yeah, yeah. and obviously a, a voting within the players and stuff like that. So it's, it's a pretty big, pretty big deal to be an NHL All-Star. And then uh, the three-on-three, it really showcases their skill a lot more than um, – the five on five did, in my opinion. I think that they're able to, with all that free ice and all that extra space, they're able to show their speed, show their moves, and uh, I think it's a fun little, fun little event for the fans. Yeah, you can really see too. Kind of at the start of the game, guys are kind of easing into it, and then once there's a few more goals, they start you right. know, the competitive juices start flowing. And, yeah, and they want to win. Well, I think from seasons past, like you look at the the championship games, have usually been low scoring games because then that's when they kind of yeah. dial it in oh, and they're yeah. like. Oh, you know, there is a million dollars on the line. And I think that, like, just all those players being there and back to the whole Brock thing, I think it just is a testament of his you know, his skill and, you know, his ability to be in the All-Star game in his first year. Yeah, and something cool that I don't think a lot of people know is that million dollars, um, usually NHL players are pretty well off. 
uh, with their contracts and their endorsements and, and whatnot. So going to the All-Star game, that million dollars is usually split up to uh, each guy on the team. I think it's about 100000 each. Yeah. And, and usually what's cool is a lot of the NHL players will give that a, part, a portion of that money to charity. Um, so it's, I think it's just a great event overall. And uh, kind of going back to Brock for the millionth time, um, <laughs> his, his sister was, was able to get that car that he won, which is really, really cool for yeah, him and his awesome. family. Yeah. Um, couldn't be more, couldn't be more excited for him. Well, speaking of Brock, I mean, he's in the top two right now in points for all rookies, um, right behind Matthew Barzel, who, uh, did not make it to the all-star game. Um, so, I mean, he's up there in good company right now. Yeah, like all the race is going to be exciting. Yeah, yeah. it is. I and mean, he's leading the league in goals for rookies. He's at 24 right now, 43 points. The league, so. le- league leader's at 30, so it's pretty uh, – Brock's coming in hot. Yeah. And I mean, he's doing a lot with that Vancouver team because they're not, you know, not doing too hot in the standings right now. And he's – you know, you had the Sedin twins, and they're kind of fading out. They're getting old. So he's going to be like the next – Big thing for that team, yeah. so and you and you, you you can see the buzz on the internet. Yeah. Just anything Vancouver and investors usually the, the face of the franchise, and um, I mean at a young age it's a lot of pressure to hold, but obviously he's doing a great job with it. And uh, going on Matt Barzell, his competition for the Calder Trophy, which is the Rookie of the Year in the NHL, um, he didn't make the All Star game because two players from his team made it over him, right? Um, who obviously deserve to be there, and John Tavares and yeah. uh, Bailey. I mean, um, that guy's having a really good season. Yeah, those two are both yeah. probably top five in the NHL in points. So, so for those of you wondering why uh, Brock and Barzal are both in the uh, kind of the final two for the Calder Trophy run right now, uh, Barzal for sure is an NHL All-Star for sure, uh, deserving of, of being good competition for best. Uh, but we're obviously pulling for our former teammate. And, yeah, we're a little biased. Another name that's in the conversation too is, is McAvoy. I mean, what he's doing with... With the Bruins and how many right. minutes he logs and I mean plays in every situation, he's, uh, he's in the conversation. He's being sure he's too. being overshadowed for sure. I mean, just yeah. from from experience, we were uh, I was gonna say lucky enough to play him, but unfortunate enough to yeah. play him in the yeah. regional final in in Fargo, North Dakota last year. And, and uh, he he was one heck of a player. I, I, I was can, teammate at BU was also having a pretty good season, Clayton Keller, and he was one guy that I thought at the beginning of the season he was probably going to run away with the Calder because yeah, he was he had he a got great start. A huge start, yeah. In Arizona Stone last? There yeah, he's on a top, of the, top that, of the yeah. skid that his team went on. He's, with, he's without a doubt probably top five players on right. that team and obviously top five rookies in the league. And that just that just goes to show you how undercover good college hockey is. They don't get a yeah, lot of credit, exactly. but just in that regional final that we put, uh, regional semifinal that we played in last year, you got... Brock Besser, Charlie McAvoy, Clayton Keller, three out of the top five yeah. rookie of the year running. Yeah, right it's crazy to see right out of college and then just produce right away for their NHL teams. It's really it's cool to see. And uh, what does that like say about college hockey? And especially like we'll kind of target UND. Like obviously you guys like are molded into this certain you know player. Like what has the coaching staff done to prepare you guys for? You know, the next I level. think just everything they do, it's it's just a place where it's uh, they're so professional with how they construct practice and and how you uh, you know have to get your stuff done every day and uh, you're really not given anything here. You got to earn everything you get and uh, that's how uh, you know I think a good pro is made. So you just yeah, gotta come to the rink every day and uh, kind of be a good pro. Well, it goes never- back to like our the tradition too in our program and. 
how uh, like highly touted it's always been. So you come right. into a program like this, you kind of know what you're you're getting yourself into, and it's just uh, it's a lot of work, but uh, you know it pays off for sure. Yeah. One thing that that's overlooked, and I mean most people would think that we're joking, is we work on fundamentals more than anything. Right. It's catching passes, giving passes, things that you're doing when yeah. you first step on the ice as a, a two-year-old, three-year-old, yeah. whatever. You're you're still doing it at the University of North Dakota, and you're still trying to perfect it because. Um, when you look and you see a guy like Brock Besser, he doesn't miss a pass. He doesn't miss right. a grade A opportunity. No, he doesn't miss a shot. He, I mean, he no. just shows. He just shows what a pro is like. And that um, started before North Dakota, and just I mean, when he came here, just everything was enhanced a little bit more. Yeah, like going off of Willie said, guys are. I mean, probably every guy in our team works on their shot every day, and just doing little stuff like that. And you wouldn't think at uh, you know the college level you're still working on your shot every day, but. Uh, we really are so yeah and it comes a lot from uh like the older guys in your team the freshmen come in and see mm -hmm. uh you see our older guys you see how much work that we put in on a daily basis and kind of bring them along with you and it uh, really just motivates everybody to get better i think it helps for brock too being on the canucks you know the sedine twins those guys have been yeah. probably the best you know nhl players in the past couple decades yeah like the, those are guys just great pros exactly I, did, I saw a tweet on uh twitter of one of the sedines that said uh, they, he, Brock could be the best pure goal scorer they've ever played with. And that's saying yeah. something. Those yeah. guys have been in the league, in the league for. Yeah, I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna, like Team Sweden, everything. Yeah, right. Like I saw. I saw on like on Twitter. I saw he was working out with the with those guys this summer too. Yeah. So I mean, just put, like you said, the older guys kind of, you know, bringing the younger guys up and kind of mentoring them. I mean, that goes a long way. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So kind of going back to the All Star game. What are some things about the All Star game? this year that you guys did not like? Um, I don't know if anybody's ever going to dethrone McDavid from fastest skater. Mm -hmm. that, uh, yeah. It's kind of an auto for him. Although I do I think I do think that some of the guys weren't going as hard as they could in the, yeah. in the fastest skater. Like I'm, McKinnon could probably go a little faster. If I'm, if I'm an NHL All-Star, I'm pretty rattled that I got chosen for fastest skater. Yeah. The other yeah. guys get to coast <laughs> and have fun and smile. And fastest skater, you got to warm up. Get the get the hips, get the groins active, or else you're pulling something. Cause uh, you got You got to jet pretty fast to even come close to McDavid. Yeah, it's crazy. I uh, did you? I don't know if you guys noticed, but that dude, he had a pretty pretty good handles on that that first game, and I, the whole the whole day he didn't score one goal. Yeah, it forced us. I think. Yeah, they were yeah, they were joking about I, that. They yeah, were, I, they were I like, saw him like at the end of that uh, second that championship game, and he was trying to put one in. And I was like, I was kind of laughing about him, like this dude. He's, he's going right now. I mean, he's the best player in the world, and, yeah. and they're giving him they're giving him grief for not scoring in the All Star game. And you know he's having fun with it because he's smiling. And right. like you said, there, you saw that competitive uh, spirit come out in him when he realized he hadn't scored in the All Star game yet, yeah. and he was going a little harder. And, uh, unfortunately, just couldn't get a break. I think one thing that I didn't like about the All Star game was the, the one of the camera angles on NBC. They had like I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. I think I, I don't. It really bugged me. And that's that's something in sports that's kind of gotten uh, better and kind of more interactive with the fans is trying out different camera angles. Yeah. Because I know the uh, Washington Capitals, they have one from uh, when they're on the power play. It's from behind the net. I actually bird, like that. A bird's yeah, eye view. Like yeah. And, and kind of from a hockey mind, and even somebody like Marsh who doesn't right. play, but you can see and you kind of see the play unfolding and you see the open ice. Yeah. And it's, um, it's really cool to see that with um, obviously the It kind of brings that, like, that like NHL 18 feel like when you're playing a video game, you kind of have that because obviously the camera angle is different in the video game, but yeah. it's kind of I think that's pretty cool. Um, I know they do it in the Winter Classic too, which is yeah. you know obviously because they're outdoors and stuff, so they can get that 
that camera up there. But uh, that thing kind of bugged me. But it, it was it was kind of cool to kind of kind of get a close up of all the players and stuff. So yeah. So we'll do a. <coughs> I say to close up, we do a little debate here. Yeah, let's do um, it. What we're gonna do is I'm gonna list off the. Uh, excuse me, the events for the All-Star game. Just one versus one. You say a quick answer. Another one versus another one. We'll see what comes out to the final one. Right. The final All-Star game, then maybe we can discuss how well you'd actually do in it. All right. All right. We'll start off uh, Shazi, fastest skater breakaway challenge. Uh, I'm going breakaway challenge. Gers? Fast skater. I, I got I to go breakaway challenge. Oh, I'm going to go breakaway challenge as well. Gers, you change your mind? Yeah, breakaway challenge. Breakaway challenge, <laughs> well, nothing. <laughs> All right, number two, accuracy shooting, skills challenge relay. Uh, Nodak boy, accuracy shooting. I'm going to do the same. I like the, accur the accuracy shooting. I did like that other um, thing because I liked, uh, like, they had to make so many crisp passes. Mm -hmm. And, like, that, like you said, like, passing is a huge thing. Yeah. And, um, you know, some players that, you know, they struggled and, but uh, the ones who really nailed it down, I thought that was pretty interesting. Overall, I'll go with the shooting challenge, but I do like that other one. Okay, so the shooting challenge is going to win. I'm going to take, I'm going to take your side on that one as well. I think that the skills challenge is great. I think that um, you see guys like Johnny Goudreau with this, this, the, the edges and the tight turns and the, the little stuff like that, and then you have guys like Eric Carlson doing passes and chipping pucks through little holes and cool things like that. But um, on your guys' side, you got to go with the. The, the, the sniper out of Burnsville, Minnesota, Brock Besser. Um, the hardest shot, or the shootout, which is just the shootout is just a straight NHL shootout. You try and score as many goals as you can for your team. Hardest shot, um, Zidane Ochara led it for many years prior to this one. He wasn't in it this year. No, didn't didn't make uh, the All-Star game. I think Ovechkin won, yeah. if not mistaken. Uh, the AHL hardest shot was actually harder than the NHL one. I think, yeah, yeah, I think Ovechkin hit, like, 101. 101, yeah. Yeah, yeah some guy in the A, B. So, hardest shot or um, I did love the classic uh, when Char was in that, but I think I'm going to go uh, shootout again. Yours? Um, I think I'm going to go – I'm going to go with the hardest shot just because it's an event that it's it's been, been going on for so long. And uh, I do kind of miss the shootout challenge when they were kind of messing around and had props in it and stuff like that, yeah. so I'll just go hardest shot. I'll go hardest shot as well. I kind of wish that they didn't do the uh, skate like from the red line. It seems like yeah. and then shoot. I wish they'd honestly just take the you're standing flat footed, just rip it, see how fast you do it. Because I mean that's kind of how it is in a game. So yeah. you know, get the chance to skate right into the well. They the say lane that rip one. What's crazy is they say that your shot is actually harder in a game, obviously with adrenaline and right and oh, stuff yeah. like that. So. For, yeah. for them to get off a slap shot with full speed from the red line, pretty unrealistic, but it is a cool competition, so yeah. shootout will move on to the next round. Uh, last one, four-line challenge or the passing challenge? Well, I don't even know which one's those. Yeah, what's The passing challenge is where they're basically from. Um, is that into the little nets? Yeah, the, the nets are I, the size I, I of think, the passing one, yeah. I, I think like that, that one's really cool. I'm going to go with that one, and I think that's tough because if, like, uh, you could be in your groove and just hitting net after net, but as soon as you start missing a couple – and all the all the fans watching, guys on the ice, kind of laughing at you. Yeah, I think uh, that's one. I think that the passing challenge is so undercover. Yeah, no, hard. Difficult, it's yeah. so difficult. You see, Drew Doughty, he uh, he, yeah, he was pretty pissed off. Yeah, he started exactly. taking, yeah. And that 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 little thing is the size of a Mac laptop. It's yeah. tiny, and they yeah. got a they got a sauce in in there from yeah. far away. I'm gonna I'm gonna also go with the passing challenge. So for the finals, we got the 
Um, breakaway challenge, the accuracy shooting, the hardest shot, and the passing challenge. So we'll go breakaway shooting, or excuse me, yeah, breakaway challenge, accuracy, shoot, accuracy shooting, semifinals. Um, breakaway or accuracy? I think I am going to do uh, the breakaway. For the goalies? Yeah. All right. You know what? I got to stick with uh, Brock here. I'm going to go accuracy shooting. I'm going to go accuracy shooting. And what I did like about this year is that usually they have just the normal targets up there, but I think this year they, they switched. So it yeah, was, they changed. Yeah. So if you, if you actually hit it, it's... Yeah, so basically they took, and there's like a blue light, mm-hmm. and um, if you missed it, it's, it'd stay on there for a few seconds, and then it switched to the next one, and you just got to hit that. So I think that kind of, it makes it a little bit more interesting and a little bit harder, so I... You know, I like that one. Yeah. Well, they used to have the the like the kind of it was foam almost like foam. Yeah. It would just explode when you hit it. Yeah. You just yeah. have to hit all four. Yeah. Now, like going off what Marcy said, they just have plastic there that has sensors in it when it's hit, right. and and it switches. And so it's not just all four yeah. consistently. One like top left, bottom left, top right, bottom right. It's now it could go from bottom left to top right, and right. you, you got to kind of. Um, pick it off as you go. They also used to have passers when they had the foam ones. Yeah. yeah. But now it's kind of you just yeah, grab just the puck and shoot. The pucks. Yep. I don't know if you guys noticed. I think Brock broke one of the uh, yeah, targets. Yeah, the top right thing. one. I thought it was pretty funny. So, next semifinal, hardest shot or the passing challenge? I'm going passing challenge. I think that, I really like that one. And you know what? I picked hardest shot uh, in the first round, and I'm going to switch to passing challenge. Uh, I'm going to go passing challenge. One of the reasons I'm a St. Louis boy, Petrangelo won it. Got to go with him. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> Love that. Naturally. So the finals, we got accuracy shooting, Brock Besser, the rookie sensation, the sniper, whatever you want to call him. The hair. The chance. Yeah. Prince Charming. Charming. <laughs> the nicknames go on. Or the passing challenge. I'm going to go accuracy shooting. I think when it comes down to these two, that one's a little more exciting. I'm going to do the same. Uh, we've been pretty biased all day, so I'm going to go the uh, accuracy shooting. There it is, big shocker, Brock yeah. Besser carrying it home. I mean, I, just, a, just a great overall event in the All-Star game, great thing for the NHL. Um, I'm excited to see the pros get back to their, their, right. their home teams. and Rejuvenated. Rejuvenated, get yeah. And, uh, get ready for a playoff push. Get ready for so, a playoff yeah, push. Yeah, games exactly. start today, and um, I don't know, it's going to be interesting, especially there's a lot of tight races going on right now, and... You know, you got teams that are in the race right now that weren't there last year, so it should be a fun uh, end of the season. Yeah, for sure. It's always nice to see uh, guys get some time off, get to go vacation with their families or something, mm-hmm. oh, kind of yeah. just recharge the batteries. And that, get that schedule will get to you. I mean, we, none of us have the, the experience of playing 82 games plus potential playoff run. But All right. Um, well, uh, that's going to be our show today. This is the podcast. For you guys, the Healthy Scratch Podcast here in Section 311. I'm Andrew Marsh. Christian Wollannon. I'm Shane Gerson. And Hayden Shaw. All right, we'll see you guys next week.